The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hoop ballers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. It is Wednesday. February 19th, 2020. I'm your host, Ira Silver. And all, and as always on Wednesdays, I'm joined alongside with Devin Ellington. Devin, what's up, buddy? Hey, Ira. It's going well. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. We had a, uh, another night, which uh, was a little bit annoying uh, with the Buffalo Sabres last night, not coming through, putting in two early goals, going up 2-0 in the first period giving up four goals in a span of three and a half minutes and really put a damper on our night. If they would have won, it would have been a huge night for us. Um, but yeah, other than that, everything else seemed to be okay. College basketball went okay for me. Uh, Baylor saved my night. Dayton saved my night. So um, didn't give those out as official plays, but uh, you know, sometimes the, uh, the tilt is real. Yes. Yeah. Baylor ended up helping me out. Uh, they were the last game on my picks and helped me get back to 500. So they were even uh, evening saver. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you need that late, late game save and there weren't too many late, late games, especially if you're on the West coast last night, but uh, Baylor came through for us or for me and, uh, and really helped save the night there. Cause uh, I went a little heavier than usual on that. I would go on Baylor just because the Sabres tilted me to the max um that was a pretty awful game to watch uh it was a great spot for the sabers i apologize for that pick but uh hey you win some you lose some uh devin before we jump into today's slate we're going to talk a little college basketball hockey there's no nba again today we'll be resuming the nba season manana um, but before we do just want to jump in and give a shout out to our sponsors over at mybookie.ag you know, MyBookie's got everything from NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even take the best that Devin and I give you today on the podcast, pull them together for a pizza parlay for an even bigger payout. MyBookie's got more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you got to do is use our promo code when you deposit. And our promo code is TODAY. That's T-O-D-A-Y. Once again, the promo code is TODAY. T-O-D-A-Y to activate the offer. Devin, let's bet, win, and get paid. All right? Sounds great to me. All right, cool. So we got some college basketball to talk about. We got some NHL to talk about. Um, hopefully, we'll be a little bit better tonight on our NHL picks. Um you know, it's a little frustrating sometimes, especially if you have a goalie who just doesn't come uh, ready to play and prepared like we saw last night with the Sabres. The goalie for the Sabres did not look comfortable at all, um, and it really, really um, hurt them. They put up four goals and lost. Um, it, was, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a pretty sight uh, to see. Uh, Devin, before we jump into college basketball and NHL, I just want to get your thoughts here, and I might be putting you on the spot right now. But uh, I got some prices on Eastern Conference, Western Conference, NBA. I got some prices on some division odds. Just want to roll through them with you real quick. See if you have any thoughts here. Okay, so we're going to start off with the Atlantic Division. Um, 
We got the Raptors at minus a dollar thirty, Celtics at plus one twenty, Sixers at seven to one, and the Nets at looks like ten thousand to one. Uh, anything you like here? Do you see any value in any uh, any situation here for any team? So something that I did um, a while back personally is I actually put a couple of bets in on this division. So it's a good question that you asked. Um, Let's see here. Uh, so I had gotten the uh, Boston – or I'm sorry, the Toronto Raptors at plus 210 a few weeks ago before they went on that giant 15-game win streak. Um, so, I mean, I think they still hold some value because they're in good position, even though it is uh, minus uh, one and a quarter, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they are playing very well right now. They're starting to separate themselves. But I still like uh, Boston – also um, at plus money. They're plus 120. And a while ago, the same time I placed that Raptors bet, I went ahead and hedged, you know, just because I think it helps sometimes. But I was able to get the Celtics at plus one, one and a quarter, and then I uh, also got that plus 210 for the Raptors. So, uh, yeah, Philadelphia, I think, is going to fall off. So I don't, you know, that plus 600, maybe if you want a dart throw. But uh, Toronto's looking really good. All right, guys. You got Devin, and he is hedging, and hedging's for gardeners. But, uh, you know, definitely a smart strategy for long-term future plays. Uh, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely, you know, um, definitely been, been doing that a little bit with my futures as well. So, uh, Devin, we got another division to talk about, Southeast Division. Big favorite, Miami Heat, minus ten dollars. Uh, you got the Magic at thirty to one, Wizards at ninety to one, Hawks at a hundred to one, and the Hornets at a hundred to one. Any thoughts here, or is it just Miami Heat running away with it? It's Miami running away with it because you look at you know three of the you know the four teams, and only one of them really stick out, and that's Washington, um, just because they're in the most. Uh, capable position of getting a playoff spot. I think they're ninth in the East right now. And then you see the other three teams, and I see a common uh, denominator with all of them, and that's that they're all going to kind of fall apart and falter at the end of the year, um, even worse than what they already are. Atlanta and Charlotte's both really young, so they're going to pack it in for player development. Orlando's not healthy, and I think that lack of depth is going to wear them thin uh, last back half of the season. Um, I think Bradley Bill's trying to show something with Washington right now, but I don't think they're going to catch Miami. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. So I just feel like this is a pass division for me. Uh, next division up on the board I have is the Northwest division. We got the Nuggets at a minus a dollar twenty-five. Utah at even money. Oklahoma twenty-five to one, and the Blazers at I believe that is twenty plus twenty-five. No, I, the, I have the Blazers at. 100 to 1. 100 to 1, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts here? Um, I like the Utah Jazz at plus money. Um, Denver's getting into shape. You know, they're the two seed now. But, um, you know, anything can happen. These, these two teams got some games to play against each other. Um, Denver, you know, at minus 125, I don't really see a lot of value in it. I mean, obviously the value here is just slightly on the other side of the board, and that's that plus uh, 100 even money for uh, Utah. 
Yeah, Utah definitely at 100 at uh, even money would be one I would look at. If you want to throw a dart, Portland Trailblazers at 101 yeah, yeah. for small pizza money, just throw a dart. Um, they could make a push if they uh, can get a little bit healthy here. Um, is uh, Nurkic supposed to come back this year? He, um, man, it's been up in the air and back and forth. They're, it, they're probably not, but he has been doing like some basketball activity on and off the last like, couple months. Like last month he was dribbling around and playing, you know, more physical drills um, with the coaches and stuff. But he hasn't done any like contact stuff, if I remember right. Gotcha. Yeah, if he comes back, then potentially the Portland Trailblazers look juicy here at 101. But yeah, I think it's Jazz or Pass for me here. I'm not a big fan of the Nuggets team at all. So that's uh, that's it. We'll move on to the Pacific Division. We only got two teams up on the board here. We got the Lakers at minus four dollars and forty cents, and we got the Clippers at plus two seventy. I don't see how the Lakers lose the Pacific Division at this point. Right. So I think that's really just not even a conversation we should have. I think the Lakers are going to probably run away with it. You? Yeah, no, it's uh, they already got that thing in lock, I, I believe. Um, so yeah, it's it would be a waste of money to try to profit that minus four fifty or whatever it was, and then. There's just no value or uh, ROI possibility on that plus 275 for the Clippers. What do you think of the Southwest division, since we're just kind of talking about all divisions here? Um, I really, really like this division. Some really cool teams in there. Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston. Yeah, uh, it's a division that I think is very interesting. There's definitely some teams that can can kind of um, make a run here. If I had to uh, put some money on it, I'd probably either play the Mavericks at plus 210 or I would play the Pelicans for small money at 40 to 1. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But other than that, I think uh, the Rockets, there's no value on the Rockets at minus 250. I don't think there's really that much value on the Grizzlies at 25 to 1 and uh, Spurs at 60 to 1. I just don't, I just don't see it. Right. What are your thoughts? You know, I think Houston will probably end up winning the division, but for small little pizza chunks, um, you know, maybe throwing, uh, you know, a small chunk here for, you know, three teams kind of in the plus money. You know, you say Hedgens for Gardeners, but I, I look at it as planting seeds and hopefully one of them is uh, fruitful. Um, so plus, uh, yeah, plus 5,000 for the uh, Pelicans. I kind of like that one. And then, uh, 25 to one for uh, Memphis is also pretty enticing plus 200 for Dallas is, is it kind of, it is what it is, but these other two, I like the uh, long shot odds on those. Yeah. New Orleans is interesting to me, but uh, other than that, not a whole lot there. Yeah. One more question before we jump into college basketball for you, Devin, uh, John Morant rookie of the year minus $4 and the field is plus 250. Any thoughts here? It's going to be hard. Do you, think, do you think Zion can make a run at it? No. Uh, I think it'd be cool if he did, but I just don't think it's possible with um, how consistent Ja has been in the position he has Memphis in. Now, if the Pelicans come up and get a six seed and win that division, some or they would win the division at a six seed, but if they, uh, you know, do a lot better than what they are currently and make a ginormous jump and jump Memphis – I think it has to go to Zion. Yeah, I hear you on that. I, I just think that, that uh, John Morant's more valuable to his team than Zion is, even though Zion looks like he's sure. been playing pretty good out of his mind. But uh, 
yeah, I think at this point it's job Moran or, or pass for me here. Right. Um, but yeah, um, next we'll talk about a little college basketball, Devin. I know you are the guru here uh, out of out of the hosts on the show regarding college basketball. I do a little bit. Baylor saved my night last night. Dayton saved my night last night. Didn't give those out as plays. Actually, I did tweet out about Baylor that I really liked them in that spot. My numbers had them as like an eight-point favorite, and yeah. they were only laying three, three and a half in some spots. People are the sharps are loving to fade Baylor. Uh, but Baylor continues this magical run that they're on and they just look like they can't be beat and they're covering games at a high clip. And I think you mentioned to me last night when we were talking offline that Baylor is what the number one team in covering games against the spread on the road or something. Um, they're up there. Um, I want to say after last night's win, they I think you, moved, you said another seven and one or something. Seven. Yeah. They'll be seven and one tonight. And they uh, keep in mind, they had some uh, neutral games as well in some of those early season tournaments that they played in. And, um, you know, so those kind of can count as road games if you want. But, yeah, they, uh, they're they road warriors, and they are just covering at all sorts of clips, um, playing some teams on the road that are really tough. And, um, yeah, this Baylor team, they are rolling right now. Um, held the number one spot. Um, you know, for as long as anyone has this season, you know, they've taken that uh, helm. Uh, 17 and 8 overall against the spread, so 68% covering team. And um, they, uh, man, I think they can maybe end KU streak in the Big 12. Uh, so, yeah, 7 and 1 on the road, 87.5% covered, uh, covering only two teams better than them, USC and San Diego State at 8 1 and 9 1. Nice. And uh, I know we, yeah, I mean, you know, last night was a classic example. The sharp money uh, or the professionals, if you will, were fading Baylor once again for like the third of the fourth straight game. Yeah. And uh, the public was heavily on Baylor. And, you know, sometimes even as sharp players, you got to be aware of the situation. So like last night I was looking at this and I said, well, you know, the sharps, they keep trying to back uh, the, the opposite of Baylor. They keep trying to fade Baylor. Baylor keeps covering. I've been watching them, like them a lot. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I've watched a couple Oklahoma games this year, haven't been too impressed with them. So it wasn't necessarily more of backing Baylor at minus three. It was really – I was really fading Oklahoma. Yes. Um, So for me, it wasn't necessarily, ooh, I love Baylor and I got to back Baylor to the number one team in the country. For me, it was really the opposite theory. It was Oklahoma stinks. Yes. So what are we doing here? It's a three-point spread. It's not like it's seven. It did, it did get close there for a minute, but Baylor ends up pulling away and easily covering the game. Um, so, yeah, glad I uh, definitely played that. It, it was a lifesaver for me last night. And, um, yeah, so, uh, Devin, let's, let's jump into a couple college basketball games. I want to get your thoughts before we move on to some of your picks and plays. Want to get your thoughts on some marquee matchups we have tonight? We got a couple really good games. Uh, we got Butler on the road in Seton Hall. We got Butler number twenty-one in the country. Seton Hall number sixteen, nineteen and seven versus eighteen and seven. Seton Hall's laying four and a half over under one thirty-four and a half. Any thoughts here? Early game three thirty on the West Coast, six thirty East Coast tip. 
Any thoughts here, or is this just, uh, hey, this is going to be a great basketball game. Let's just uh, put Phoebe on and, and, and you know, maybe, uh, maybe just watch the first half before any other bets start. Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be the latter. I just could not find any value in either side of this. Um, and it's just going to be a really wonderful Big East game. You know, we had last night with Creighton um, playing against uh, – Oh, goodness. Just lost it. Anyways. Creighton versus Marquette. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they're just giving us these back-to-back Big East streets. Um, both teams are not doing that great against the spread as of, of late. So, I, you know, don't have any um, firm belief in either side that one of the other will cover. Um, it, this is just going to probably be a good basketball game. I, I could not find any value in it, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's going to be a really good one. Then we got, I know your favorite, the Big Ten. We got Rutgers at home against the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan 16-9, Rutgers 18-8. and Rutgers laying two and a half over under 133. Any thoughts here? I know you're, you love the Big Ten. Uh, any thoughts here on this game? Yeah, so the trend I gave out a little while ago talking about the home teams and the rate that they're winning and covering, it's starting to falter a little bit. I tried to test those waters Sunday and went 0-2, um, trying to bet against the Big Ten home team. So, But last night, uh, you know, Penn State was one of my favorite plays, and they came out and laid a dud. Um, they you know, sure did. Illinois. Um, they sure Illinois did. got their leading scorer back late. I thought – he wasn't going to be for sure a hundred percent because there's talks of him missing like two weeks and he just left last game. So, um, and then a, a main guard for Penn state was a late scratch with the illness. So I should have been more diligent about that, but um, last night was a stinker. Um, and then um, there's a push. Um, I believe Wisconsin pushed the spread as the home favorite last night. So, I'm thinking that um, the road team tonight is going to get the job done and cover. Michigan's uh, pretty healthy. I want to say check on Isaiah Livers because their record with and without him are drastically different um, for Michigan, and he's their key cog. So if they have Isaiah Livers, definitely them, but I like them anyways. They're starting to surge up, and this is not a team I want to be in front of leading up to March. Yeah, they're they're an interesting team. Livers is a fantastic player, so if he plays, definitely look to back Michigan in this game. In my opinion, um, he expect he's expected to play, but okay. he's still questionable as of right now. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that as well. Um, yeah, let's move on. I want to get your thoughts? Uh, any any kind of lower level tier games here that you le- really like, or is uh, are, are all the ones you like key, marquee matchups here? Well, so I've got one in the ACC and one in the SOCON, the Southern Conference. So, um, All right, let's hear them. Um, so I'm going to save the best for last. So I'll start with Boston College at Virginia. Uh, Virginia's laying 12 points right now, and I believe that's a little too rich for as slow and inefficient as they play at times, especially with the sluggish starts that they get off to. They're one of the worst teams against the spread in the country, and lately they've not been covering at home, um, like, at all. So um, I'm very comfortable with Boston College 
getting those 12 points. I was digging into these teams' ratings and just as far as matchups, they're really not that far apart other than like three major defensive categories versus their uh, opponents for Virginia. But I mean, both offenses are pretty anemic and atrocious, but Boston College is an underrated defensive team. And I also really like the over of 113 because these teams just played a couple weeks ago and Virginia shot 37, uh, 32.7% and the uh, total still went over. And they set it at 113 uh, again this game, which is what they scored against each other last game. Um, so yeah, um, and Boston College uh, upset them outright on the 15th of January. Yeah, and uh, before we move on to talk about the next game, I just want to point out one thing and talk about this a little bit with you and get your thoughts. So last night I gave out Marquette Creighton over one total of 155, 155 and a half, whatever number you got there. And, I, you know, the first half went way under, and I was obviously very upset with this Buffalo Sabres game that I kind of missed it here. What are your thoughts when you really like an over game and the first half goes under? Are you looking to play the second half over? Is that a, is that a situation or a key spot that you're looking at? Or are you just kind of saying, well, uh, I don't know if it's going to pick up pace or teams have been really sloppy. It really depends on the situation. A lot of turnovers, a lot of uh, missed field goals. What, what are your thoughts here when the first half goes under, but you t- tend to like pre-flop the game over? Are you betting the second half over or under here? Yeah, so this is a great question because I actually had a Twitter, uh, well, Twitter follower uh, reach out to me live on this game and ask the same thing. Uh, it went from 155 to 143 and a half. And um, I had just hit on that Tennessee Vanderbilt live over because uh, they got to a slow start. And out of those two games, I was more comfortable that Creighton and Marquette would get their stuff together as far as shooting. Um, so these were two of the uh, hotter teams offensively in the nation, as well as uh, from mid range and three point range. So I thought for sure that the second half was just going to be nothing but clicks. And um, they, they sputtered a little bit and I would have definitely taken the over at one forty three and a half, And that's what I tweeted out. So um, I think it depends on what teams you have involved. If they have that potential, to just turn it on and just put the ball in the bucket ferociously. Um, And then just if they're taking good shots and they're just not falling, you know, you hear it all the time, just keep shooting. So I think it is, if you're watching the game and you can see certain things, it definitely helps. Um, But yeah, this over last night was a weird one. Yeah. And uh, being the three point specialist that I am, you got to keep shooting the rock, you know, even if you go for eight in the first half, you just got to keep shooting it. If your strokes a little, maybe take it to the bucket a couple times, get a little rhythm going and just keep shooting the ball, you know. So I definitely can get that. Now, before we get into your second game here, just want to once again, shout out our sponsors over at my bookie, mybookie.ag. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions and a very helpful 24 seven customer service team. If NBA is not your thing, NHL is not your thing, they even got Premier League tennis, you name it. You can even pull the bets that Devin and I give you, parlay them together for an even bigger payout. They got more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. 
That means if you deposit 2000, you get an extra thousand dollars in free money play with guys. What are we waiting for? All you got to do is use our promo code today. That's T O D A Y to activate the offer. Once again, promo code today, T O D A Y to get your extra cash from my bookie. Now guys, uh, we're going to get in a second pick here from, from Devin. Before we do that, just want to let you guys know, obviously our official plays will come out on Twitter a little later today, but uh, I've gotten a lot of questions here on, um, hey, Ira, should I be following your Twitter picks? Hey, Ira, should I be listening to the podcast and following those picks? Hey, Ira, what, what should I be really focused on? All I got to tell you is this. I'm going to give out my picks on Twitter, but I'm not going to give out all my picks on Twitter. So either you're following me on Twitter or on other social media outlets and things like that, getting kind of the whole story, or you're listening to this podcast and you're kind of getting our first look, our first glance at these games um, before we really dive into them. And most of the time I'm kind of staying on the sides unless there's like a key injury or something that happens, a goalie change, etc. So just want to let you guys know that, you know, I'll definitely, you know, I definitely give out, and I'm sure Devin does this as well. We give out three, four, five picks, but there's definitely other games that we like and other games that we're probably sprinkling on. Um, you know, so make definitely like listen to the podcast and kind of just write down some key uh, information points and some key games that we talk about because not all the time am I going to put all, all, all the picks on Twitter and sometimes I'll forget about a game or I'll forget to you know, bet that game, et cetera, because, you know, this is, we record in the morning. So sometimes we just forget about it. You know what I mean? So there's, there's definitely some key nuggets here that can really help you going forward. And that's why it brings me to this point. Follow us on Twitter at I am at Iris Silver Magic. Devin is at D-A-L-E-007. And we are at Hoopball Gaming. Devin, you feel, you feel the same way? I absolutely do. And I wanted to piggyback a little bit on those things that you were saying you uh, you were tweeting about how um, you use the Action uh, app, Action Network as well. Yeah, it just tracks everything for me, and I can okay. kind of see where I'm at. Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna ask, like, how's that work? Because uh, you know, it's something that you know I've read some of their articles before too. They do some good work, and um, I like their interface. I used it briefly. I think it was just uh, when I was trying to figure out how uh, the whole thing worked, and um, so yeah. We're tweeting about that last night, so I was just making sure that um, if people had questions as to what action was, um, they kind of knew what was going on with that. Yeah, and I mean, action is the it's a, it's an app. Uh, we're not we're not promoting action because they're not one of our sponsors, but it is something I use to keep track of my results. So if you want to follow me on action, I'm at Iris Silver, I believe. Um, the link is in my bio on Twitter. Um, Devin, you definitely got to jump on that as well. It really keeps track of all the uh, keynotes. Like for instance, my all-time record with my action app is 450 wins, 394 losses and 16 pushes for a win percentage of just under 54%. Last seven days haven't been going so well. So hopefully we get a little rebound here and we continue this nice little trend of 54% because I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with that, especially when my big plays come through as well. Um, so definitely uh, follow me on that if you want to take a look at my track record and the picks that I have. And I also put up my live bets. Sometimes I can't tweet out my live bets until uh, a few minutes after I make them just because of timing. So you might miss out on a line. So if you're following me on my action, you'll get, an, you'll get a push notification to your phone saying that I added this game, and took this live, and took this second half, et cetera, et cetera. 
Well, that's a pretty cool component there. I'll probably have to jump on there and see what it's all about as well. Absolutely. Devin, <laughs> let me, give, me my, give me your second game. I know you said it's in the Southern Conference. So I'm, I'm excited to hear this one because I feel like yeah. there's a lot of value in these kind of mid, small to mid-tier uh, conferences here. Yes. All right. So this conference here, uh, if, if they were slightly bigger, they'd have three at-large teams in the tournament. And that is UNC Greensboro, Eastern Tennessee State University, and Furman. And two of those teams play tonight. And that is the Furman Paladins taking on the Eastern Tennessee State Hornets. Hornets are the home team. They're favored by five. But this Furman team, Ira, have you watched any of them their games have, have you laid eyes on this Furman team? You know, I haven't. I have watched Eastern Tennessee State, though. Um, yes. They're a pretty good basketball team. So I'll definitely, I've definitely seen them play because I've definitely um, been interested in, in the conference a little bit. But no, I haven't watched Furman. I know Furman is uh, getting five points here on the road uh, and they look like a solid basketball team. What, what are the thoughts here on this game? Over under 137 and a half as well. So I, um, I, I love the side of Furman getting the points. These two teams played recently, and Furman won outright by 10, if I'm not mistaken, um, by nine. And they were two-point favorites then. So I'm not sure what's shifting the pre-flop spreads here. There's been no major injuries. Well, um, home and away splits probably. Well, yeah, I guess that's fair. Both of these teams are really good at home. Um, so that, that would make sense. But, you know, Furman's 9-4 and four on the road. Um, and this team, I'm telling you, I, they, they have like a 30% chance to make the tournament because they got to run through this uh, conference. And it, this is the same conference that has like Wofford and Western Carolina. So it's a decent top-heavy conference. But I, love, I, love me, I love me some Western Carolina. You know, those, those Bulldogs, they'll get it done sometimes. Yeah. But Furman's 0-2 as an away dog. Uh, but those losses were to Alabama and to Auburn. And they lost by eight to Alabama and three to Auburn. So this team can hang. I think they went outright against Eastern Tennessee State, set themselves in better position for the regular season conference title and the uh, conference title. I think this is a two-bid league. Um, it has to be. So this is going to be an important and uh, pivotal game for this conference. And uh, shout-out to Eastern Tennessee State. University Insider, uh, I tweeted this game out last night, and they gave me a little love. So I thought that was cool that the beat writers over there thought my tweet was cool or funny or whatever. Nice. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, money line right now, Furman sitting at plus 190, just under 2-1 to one here to win the game outright. Uh, it's going to be tough. Eastern Tennessee State's pretty good at home, but Furman can definitely ball. It'll be a good one. I think there's a probably, I agree with you here, um, even though I haven't watched Furman play, but just talking about it and listening to what you're saying here, there might be some value here at about two to one for Furman to win the game outright and definitely at plus five here on the road uh, at Eastern Tennessee State. Um, speaking of Wofford and West Carolina, they're playing tonight. Any uh, thoughts here on this game? Wofford on the road and, and at UNC Greensboro, Greensboro, Laying nine points over under 133 in West Carolina at home, minus eight and a half against VMI over under 152 and a half. Any thoughts here? So I think uh, VMI, you know, they're one of the worst teams in this conference. So I'm not too concerned about um, uh, them even really getting close. Um, with that being said, I, I, I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with the 
the favorite covering. But with uh, Greensboro and Wofford, uh, this is a pretty important game because Greensboro, like I said, is up at the top of the conference as well. Uh, Wofford, you know, they made that run in the tournament last year, but they lost their coach and some key components. So they're not the same team. I think they're just kind of getting off on some face value here. But uh, that Greensboro team is just super potent. They rank high efficiently uh, for their percentages as far as shooting. So they execute really well offensively. And uh, Wofford really does not. So if I'm going to take anyone out of those two games to cover, it'll be uh, ETSU just because um, – I'm sorry, not ETSU, uh, Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Just because I think overall they're the better team. All right, moving along. We got one more matchup here in the Big Ten I want to talk about before we get into hockey. It is Big Ten basketball, Minnesota at home against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Minnesota minus five and a half at home over under 135 and a half. Any thoughts here on this game? Yeah, I looked at this one um, just because of that home team trend and um, how bad Indiana's been playing recently. Like, they they pretty much shot their own bubble um, and popped it. You know, it was they – had, they've had some really bad losses. And it all seems to have started the night that Bob Knight came back uh, to the Coliseum there. So, maybe it's got a little correlation or causation. I'm not sure. But, no, this um, Minnesota team has been so up and down. Five and a half is a little too rich for me. If it was, like, three, three and a half, I'd be comfortable. But, um, you know – it's not very enticing for my taste buds. Yeah, me neither. So I'm definitely going to pass, but I'll definitely be having it on in the background on one of the screens here. Um, Before we jump into hockey, just want to talk to you about one other concept that someone asked me about on Twitter, Um, sent me a message last night regarding, because we're about to get into hockey, we might talk a little pizza parlay situations here. So they wanted to know, what, is, what should they be doing to build their bankroll? Betting single games? Should they be parlaying? Should they, you know, they, I, I, he's from uh, Australia, so he calls it multis. Um, so talking about parlays, multis, whatever you want to call it, depending on what part of the world you're from, you try to build your bankroll with single bets, parlay bets. How are you trying to build your bankroll? So I try to answer this, and maybe you can shed some light as well. I said, obviously, my pizza parlays, they're for fun. So let's say one unit would, for easy math, equate to a $100 bet. For I'm looking to bet one unit on a game or a side that I give out, right? So that would a one unit would equate to a hundred dollars um, to win a hundred dollars, and then the pizza parlays I'm generally going to throw maybe uh, ten bucks, ten percent of a unit, twenty percent of a unit, something like that, to try to uh, you know t- turn a quarter of a unit into you know multiple units, things like that. So you know I just want to get your thoughts, but. Definitely you want to be building your bankroll with these single bets. Par- parlays are just for kind of fun and try to take advantage of a situation if you feel really good about four, five, six games and try to kind of um, take a little bit of money and turn it into a lot. What are your thoughts here, Devin? Yeah, so parlays obviously have worse odds at hitting for a reason. Um, so right off the bat, if you're looking to build bankroll, I would say give yourself a little bit of you know time before you really – uh, want to start messing with parlays, but if your primary focus is I want to grind and I want to make you know some bankroll here, um, obviously you just got to put your best picks out there and what you feel good about and what you know you like about the numbers and the metrics. 
Um, parlays though, you know, from time to time, you know, if you have some really good picks that you're confident in, it never hurts like what Ira does with hockey and just put those together or parts of those together and try to build different parlaying components and, uh, you know, get you a little bit of more favored odds. Um, here and there, it's going to be nice. You know, they don't hit a lot. So, um, you know, like Ira was talking about his record, you know, he's at 54%. I'd rather be at 54% playing a lot of straight wagers and be, instead of being, uh, you know, 50% while playing um, a fair amount of parlays. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't tweet this out yesterday and I don't think I put it on my action, uh, my action app either, but I definitely did take a three team parlay last night. Felt really confident about it. Um, obviously doesn't pay as much as a five or a six team, which I like to give out to the listeners and Twitter followers, but I took Baylor Dayton and the jets to win. Um, they all covered, I took them all in the money line. So it wasn't a huge payout, but definitely, uh, took a three teamer there and won that. So that was good. And then I took a two teamer with Baylor and Dayton as well on the money oh, line. Nice. So yeah, that was, it was okay. It was saved my night, like I said, but, um, yeah, I didn't tweet that out. I don't think I put that on my, my action network either, but, um, you know, sometimes, I, sometimes, um, sometimes I just don't have time or to tweet it out, but yeah, things like that. Um, if there's a certain situation, you really feel good about two, three, four games, whatever you may want to put a little bit of money on that. Um, like I really felt great about Baylor and Dayton last night um, and the Jets to win against the Kings um, started slow, but they ended up winning and covering easily. All right, let's jump into some hockey here. Cause I know all the listeners are waiting to hear the hockey picks of the night after a beautiful loser last night with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, so we'll just run through the card real quick. I'll give my thoughts out on each uh, game and Devin, as always, if you have anything to add, please do. You're the uh, I like to lean on you for college basketball, so hopefully uh, I can help us out with the uh, hockey tonight. Absolutely. And, uh, go from there. So first game on the board, we got the Chicago Blackhawks at home against the New York Rangers. The Blackhawks are the favored here, minus 130, over under six and a half goals. Um, no real, uh, no real lean here. No real play here in this one for me. If I had to choose a side, it would probably be, yeah, too tough for me to, to lean right now. I haven't really, uh, if Lundqvist is playing in goal for the Rangers, I really don't like them. He's projected to play, but he has not been confirmed. Uh, Laner, on the other hand, for the Blackhawks has been pretty solid in net. So yeah, no real uh, play here for me in this one. Second game on the board, we got the Boston Bruins on the road in Edmonton. Edmonton uh, is the underdog, a road dog here. Boston is a great uh, hockey team, minus $1.90 on the road. Oilers are without some key uh, players. But uh, we got Mike Smith that's projected as starting goal tonight against Tuco Rask. Uh, this is not really a game I'm looking to play. If I had to pick one side or the other, probably under six goals just because of the uh the goalie matchups here and the uh overall defense of the Bruins but uh yeah no real no real play here for me if the Euler line gets up into the 180 185 range I might come back with a little buyback on the Oilers to win the game but as of right now uh, I got nothing on this game as well another great game here tonight Arizona Coyotes at on the road to take on the Dallas Stars 
Dallas is a $1.60 favorite. The Coyotes uh, plus 140. I like the Stars here at minus 160 on the uh, at home. Uh, ben Bishop's supposed to be in goal tonight. He's been the one of the best goalies in the league. Um, Dallas has been playing out of their minds, uh, really just fighting and grinding. Uh, Coyotes look like they're getting a little bit better, but um, I think I'm going to lean Stars here minus 160. Really like this Stars team and how they've been playing as of late. Got three more games to cover. We got the New York Islanders on the road in Colorado. Colorado Avalanche minus 155 favorite. New York Islanders plus 135. This is the type of game where I'm looking for some goals here. And it's it's kind of a contrarian play here. Uh, most people would say this looks like an under game. Um, both teams pretty solid defensively. Both teams don't, you know, Islanders especially don't score that many goals. I think they've scored one goal in like nine or ten periods or something. But give me the give me the over here. I think tonight, you know, I think Trotz is going to get into his team tonight and the Islanders are going to come out strong. So I'm not looking to play a side. I think over five and a half minus 115 should be a play here. But uh, I'll definitely update you guys a little later on Twitter. Again, follow me. I'm at Iris Silver Magic Devins at D A L E 007, and we are at Hoopball Gaming. But that's uh, kind of where I lean there as well. And then uh, two more games to cover. We got the Anaheim Ducks at home against the Florida Panthers. Florida is minus 130. They are a short road favorite against the Ducks, who are a home dog at plus 110. The goalie matchup in this one looks like it's going to be Barbosk. Bobrovsky versus Gibson. We all know how much I love Bobrovsky. Um, he's been pretty shaky in goal for the Panthers as of late. Gibson's a great goalie, in my opinion, um, from an eye test perspective. But I'm going to go ahead and lean Panthers here. I just think that the Ducks have been playing really good hockey. Panthers um, getting a little bit of confidence back, hopefully, after a, a decent the last few games. I, I think the Ducks are going to um, falter at home here tonight, and I'm looking to back the Panthers at a short favorite at minus 130. Last game of the night on the board here that I'm seeing is the Vancouver Canucks at home against the Minnesota Wild. Vancouver is minus 125 at home, Wild plus 105. Wild have been playing pretty good as of late. Vancouver, it looks like the projected uh, goalies are going to be Markstrom and net for the Canucks and Dubnik and goal for the Wild. I'm looking to play this game Canucks minus 125 as a short home favorite. Um, Canucks made a great trade the other day. Got one of my favorite players in the league. I'm a, I mean, uh, I'm a huge hockey fan, huge LA Kings fan. And um, I think that this is a situation where they got a great player in Tyler Toffoli. Hopefully he plays tonight. And um, I'm looking to back the Canucks here at minus 125 i'm also looking at over five and a half goals for this game but yeah make sure you follow us on twitter for the official plays uh any thoughts here Devin, on any games any other final comments questions feedbacks things like that yeah i just wanted to touch a little bit on some of these uh games you know just some questions i have for myself now we know about well, hopefully bishop. hopefully i can answer them yeah uh we know about ben bishop being a great goalie um, the Coyotes have had pretty good goaltending play uh, or goalie play this year. Um, am I correct? Or... Um, they've been okay. 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 Well, how do you feel about plus money? I'm seeing even and plus 105 on under five on that game. You think it could be a 2-1 game? Definitely a game that could go under. But the problem is 
you have such a short total. So the total's at five right now. Yeah. So it's just so hard to play a five for me. Okay. Um, five and a half, I'll probably lean under. But at, at, at five, you got under five uh, even money and over five at minus 120. It's just hard, you know, especially if yeah. it's like a close game, 2-1, 3-1 in the third period. There's going to be an empty net goal or two, and um, you never really can predict, especially when the over-under the over -under is that short and that small, especially with the empty net. And coaches have been pulling their goalies much earlier than uh, traditional, mm -hmm. traditionally um, in the past with more time on the clock. So you're seeing some more empty net goals as well. So at five, I don't really love – I don't really love the five, but um, there's another angle here that you could play. And uh, if you like it, I, I'm still looking at it. It's juice to the under and that's first period. First period. Yeah. yeah first period is a, a nice little uh, interesting play, a nice little interesting derivative market here in the hockey. Um, so if you want to play anything, probably play under, if you're going to play anything under maybe under one and a half goals, minus minus one forty. but uh, mm -hmm. I haven't really done too much homework on that just yet in terms of that specific game um but there are probably some there probably is some value here tonight in some first period uh, unders and over and unders um if you look let's see you know a first period over under that might be interesting is the boston bruins edmonton oilers under one and a half goals even money that could Tuka be Rask and goal also i mean that's huge yeah, I mean, you just got good goaltending, got good defenses. I just, it's going to, you know, to get two goals in a period doesn't seem hard, but it is. Yeah. Um, so you might want to play that one under one and a half, even money. Another one that could be interesting is the Florida Panthers, Anaheim Ducks, uh, under one and a half plus money, plus 120. And another game that could uh, be interesting to look at, even though I think Colorado is pretty good on the overs in the first period. Colorado Islanders under one and a half goals. Both teams are pretty solid. Islanders played great defense. And we know even the other night when they played up against the high octane Vegas Golden Knights, it was one zero in that game. So maybe under one and a half in Colorado, New York as well at even money. Um, but yeah, that, those are kind of the unders that I like to play. Kind of look at trends, look at goalie matchups, look at starts, finishes, um, goals in first 10, first 10 minutes of the game, things like that. But that would be one that I'd probably be looking towards is, um, is the Islanders under, under one and a half as well. I think yeah. there's just a little bit of value there at even money. And now to Foley, he, he's still a pretty young cat, right? Like he's 27, 20, 20. Oh, Tyler to Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's 27. Yeah. He's a great, okay. he's awesome. So the Canucks got some, I mean, they, they got something good there. Cause I, I, you know, as little as I know about hockey, I know about Tyler to and, um, He's, he's a sharp solid. shooter. He's yeah, a sharp he's shooter. Very good offensive player, which I think he fits pretty good with this Canucks team from what I've seen. The Canucks were a team I was really enjoying uh, earlier in the season towards midpoint where I was betting a lot of hockey and watching a lot um, before I tapered off for basketball. And um, I just kind of, you know, their goalie play, I've always liked them uh, for this season. It's just they're a real interesting team. They're kind of progressive in a sense. Yeah, I really like Markstrom as a goalie here for the Canucks, and I really think that, that they added a, a great piece to the puzzle here uh, with Tyler Toffoli. Um, yeah, I just, I'm really long on the Canucks here. I got a really good buddy of mine who lives out of Florida. 
big Canucks guy. Grew up, uh, grew up on the West Coast. Big Canucks guy. Um, I guess when you're from Seattle and there's no team, uh, I guess you tend to like the Vancouver Canucks. Sure. So he's a big Canucks guy. We talk Canuck hockey all the time. He's very excited for this Foley acquisition. Shout out to my boy David Rohr if you're listening. Um, go, go Canucks, go! And uh, yeah, any other any other comments? Uh, any other plays you want to give out before we jump off here? I think I just ran fresh out of my hockey knowledge. So all right. Gonna, yeah. All right, guys. Well, listen, again, follow us on Twitter for, a, for some plays later today. Make sure you listen to this podcast in full so you hear about some leans and things like that from other games that we might not talk about online on Twitter and things like that. But once again, I'm at Irish Silver Magic. Devin's at D-A-L-E-007. We are at Hoopball Gaming. Enjoy the outro music and we'll see you tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save